there. I'm History of the Flash, but you can call me JD. Ahoy and combo. Contra also knows just Hunter. And I'm back. Drew <laughs> Comic <laughs> is with us. Welcome I'm back, back, Drew, to the show. And this is episode 186 of A Hero Story. Welcome. A Hero Story is the podcast where we talk all things comics. That includes comic book movies, comic book animation, comic book video games, and comic books themselves. You name mm-hmm. it, we probably talk about it. This week, we got some good comics. We got, I got four here on you my pile. four? Hunter. I thought you got three. Got, Whoa. Well, one from last week, because we didn't do an episode this last the week. the first time you beat we got, me. No. <laughs> we got Flashpoint Beyond from last week. We got World's Finest, number two, by Mark Wade and Dan Mora. We've got Flash, number 781. And I've got Nightwing, number 91. I also have Hulk, Hulk number six, yeah. Uh, Sorry we weren't here last week. Uh, There wasn't much news at all. (laughs) Or comics, really. I'm I'm, I'm a firm believer if there's not too much to talk about, it's all right to do a skip week, you know? It makes this episode way more action-packed. Yeah, exactly. You listener way more content. Because JD and I were talking and we're like, we could do a show, but it'd be like 20 minutes. (laughs) Not even, so. What what, what is it, a Hero Story episode one? Nobody wants to do that. Yeah, so if if you were waiting for the episode and didn't drop, uh, follow us on A Hero Story on Instagram. We post on our story there. When we're not nice doing plug. an episode, which is very rare, like it doesn't happen often, but every so often it does happen. It's usually decided in an hour before we record. So that's how it works. Exactly. So yeah, like so JD said, we action packed this week. Yeah, we got some we got some news. We got solicitations, which came out Friday of last week for so, DC. Uh, we'll Marvels for came out uh, Wednesday of this week, I believe. So it kind of evens out, you know. We're we're doing solicitations this week, which is. July July solicitations of all the comics that were announced in or that were announced to come out in July for DC and Marvel. So we'll go over all of it. I haven't read the Marvel ones yet. I kind of skimmed through the DC ones, so this will kind of be our live reactions here. And Drew, you've been on the show many times. You know how this works. You don't need no introduction. He knows how it works. Yeah, the drill. You've been here, so. Uh, we'll start with the news of the week before getting into the comic stuff. Uh, for live action news, Thor Love and Thunder teaser came out. Definitely a teaser, not not a full trailer. I think it's only a minute or something like that. Usually Marvel movie teaser trailers are a minute, like two minutes, minute and a half. But no, this is very much a teaser. Probably only showing the first act of the movie. We, we haven't seen any gore. We see signs of him. But yeah, I mean, it looks... It, I'm not the biggest fan of Ragnarok, but uh, I have way too much hope for this, despite it being the same creative team for, for the Wait, movie. You know, I, I figured you would have loved Ragnarok. Like, I feel like that's up your alley. But when you didn't like it, I was like, whoa, I'm not alone. I, I mean, it's not that I don't like it. Like, it's not like I hate it. It doesn't bother. I, I see a lot of people I have a feeling that you're going to love Love and Thunder. Like, because yeah, this movie feels like it's made for you. I mean, it's got Jane Thor and it's got Gore. Like, that's... It's that's a Hunter Murray yeah, special. It's it's my favorite <laughs> Thor run. And not just like, oh, we're combined like comic movies, they combine multiple stories in one. This is all just one run. It's just they're taking that full run and making it a movie. So it's like Jane didn't right. fight Gore, but now we're gonna see her fight Gore. And it's like even right. though it's the same writer, so ah, I have way too much hope and it, it looks really, really good. And I was so nervous when it was announced, and I've been nervous every time we talk about it on this podcast where it's just like Oh, sometimes you write the script and it's like a seven-year-old wrote it or whatever uh, Chris Hemsworth said. And it's like, oh, no, this doesn't sound good. But then you see the trailer and it's like, maybe, maybe it is good. Maybe, I don't know. I think, I think I will like it. But I might like Multiverse of Madness more, but maybe because the hype. Oh, I think we're definitely going to like Multiverse of Madness (laughs) more. Come on now. Because it's right around the corner. It's like two weeks away. So we'll see. I forgot to put in the news here, but, uh. 
I mean, we're talking about right now. Uh, there was a toy leak for Thor: Love and Thunder. We kind of got our first look at Gore. Uh, oh, yeah, you were that. you were very upset about this. That's not Gore. <laughs> it's just great. You, you as Bale. as you said in the chat, Christian bald. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not Christian. It's just Christian. Ba- I mean, I understand. Like he's a big name actor. You gotta get his face on there. But yeah. I, it's not even the nose part. Like a lot of people are just like, "Oh, he has a nose. He just looks like a guy." It's like Gore's face is kind of stretched out. He's an alien. He has tendrils, kind of like Ahsoka, in a way, but they're like longer and they kind of move around. He, he's supposed to be like this alien that wears an all-black suit, and instead it's just a gray Christian Bale in a white dress. So it's like I, I don't know how I feel about this. Drew, Drew, you still got to read the Gore story, right? You still haven't read that? Yeah, I still got to read gotta, it. I, you got to get I'll, on I'll that, bro. That's a, that's a quick Definitely. read. It's like twelve issues. Definitely before the movie comes out. But were you guys actually like surprised that this is how he was gonna look, or because I, I mean, when he was cast, I kind of had a feeling like it's not gonna be a CGI character. The the thing about Christian Bale though is he gives like everything to the roles that I was thinking like maybe he's just gonna go full send and just like go you know like full chameleon. I thought I thought he'd be okay with having like the Voldemort style face and like tendrils and everything maybe he was okay maybe this was like marvel saying no we gotta show his face on the screen we have to make sure he's recognizable but you could still make him reckon uh, like have a recognizable face but still alienate it a bit it's just i don't know i'm disappointed by his design i mean it's just the, the toy though so yeah i mean he, he like could that. look slightly different when the movie actually releases or when we get our first look which will probably be the first trailer that will come out in may it has to because this movie's out start of july like it's it's right around the corner here, so I don't know. It's, Jane looks incredible, like she's wearing the mask. I she knew has, you. when I saw that in the trailer, I was literally like, "Hunter's probably like, yo, yeah, it was, yeah." <laughs> she's she's got the blonde hair instead of like black hair, like it was originally reported that she'd have. Uh, well, she's wearing the mask. She has the the gauntlets. It's like that is straight out of the comic. How how soon till the mask comes off? Like, who's oh, the first yeah. villain that's gonna knock it off like a minute into the movie? And she's yeah. like, oh, I don't need that anymore. I'm hoping final act because <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> we got we got posters. We got two posters for this, and one of them has Jane without the mask on. So it's like, yeah, that's gonna expected. But it's Natalie know. Portman. You know, you want to like like Drew said, you got to get the face of the actor. Like, you know, that's that's a comic book. You know, exactly. At this and point. even then, even though she's wearing a mask, it only covers like her top of the head and she still has the jaw exposed batman style uh my dad who didn't read this run even messaged me being like is that who is that i don't recognize the person so it's still <laughs> disguised you still can't really recognize that it's natalie portman so i get I mean, it it's, it's, i guess it's better than the thor ragnarok disguise right putting the blanket over your face <laughs> oh, don't, don't say the dialogue <laughs> no, no 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 wait 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 <laughs> But yeah, it, I'm I'm really excited. Thor is my favorite Avenger, so I I have a lot of hype to it. And even though I'm afraid because of the direction style that Ragnarok went with the jokes constantly, I'm like I, I have a I'm, it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. And it, it's have- a, it's a it's a mix though because everything we've heard about this movie, like you said, like Chris Hemsworth being like you know a seven year old wrote the script, and then like mm-hmm. you know them being like you thought Ragnarok was a lot of jokes, like just buckle in. It's like oh, oh god, I don't want to hear that for the God Fridge. Butcher arc being adapted. And we got like the comparison of of the Beast in the Snow, and it was just like they basically traced over the artwork, which I that was awesome. That's cool. A lot of people were mad about that though. They're like, I bet you the whoever worked on the movie definitely got paid a lot more than. Um, 
the artist. I forget Probably. the artist's name. Who did the comic, yeah. Probably, yeah. Hopefully Marvel becomes a bit more like DC and pays their artists a lot more. That's like straight up copying, though. I don't know. Uh, it's literally like like a trace. Like, that's crazy. It is, yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, it's cool you. comic accuracy, but it's like, mm-hmm. holy shit. And... Uh, I kind of, I kind of like it. I mean, it's cool because it's reckon, it's a recognizable splash page, and then we now we're seeing that in a movie. I, I can't think of any other splash page that you can do that with because usually they're fight scenes and you can't really trace a fight. Well, scene. well, I was gonna say like you kind of get it in Civil War with like identical panels of Tony and Cap fighting. Oh yeah, with the shield. But, and, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good but, point. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, this is like like literally beat for beat. Yeah, like even the the nose is bleeding and the blood trickles the same exact route. So it's, I kind of, I kind of like it. So I don't know. This movie seems very comic booky. So to say at the beginning, you see like the flashbacks of Thor running. He's wearing the Jack Kirby suit. Like the original and I was design. like, whoa. Oh, I, like that. That was cool. <laughs> I hope, I hope we see that a bit more instead of just from the angle. Cause that as cheesy as it looks, I really like how it looks in live action. So in uh, the that second cool. suit that you see running in is actually like his more modern suit from uh, like the two thousands and late nineties when, Bendis was writing Avengers, but it's like the black chain, and I don't know. It's it's cool. This seems like a very comic booky movie, and I'm here for it. They it's showed like, a uh, a Ravagers suit too when he was at the Guardians. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. I think so, we saw that in um, a leak or something. I think it was just a photo. There was a set photo of that one. Yeah. How much are the Guardians going to be in this movie? Like, are they going to be in the first act? Or? First twenty Probably. minutes, and they're out. I'm saying. I have a feeling they're not going to be there very long. It seems like Star Lord like doesn't want right. Thor, so it's going to be them yeah. leaving. That 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 uh, screenshot of uh, Chris Pratt was so funny. Like the face he was making. You guys saw that? No. No. I, I think. Oh, let me let me try to find it. It was so funny. Like he just looked dead inside. Oh, when he like is <laughs> ro- like rolling his eyes. <laughs> yeah. That that's gonna be a meme. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> I guess it being a meme. I. This is my most anticipated... Well, The Batman was my most anticipated movie of this year. But this is probably, like, the next... My most anticipated Marvel movie, besides Morbius, of course. So even though I think, in the end, I think Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness will be the better movie, as a Thor fan, this is the one that I am so excited for, but also so afraid of at the moment. I'm sure I'm sure I'll love it, but I'm also I'm scared. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, it appears not a bad thing going into a comic book movie. Yeah. Hey, it's going to be you with Flash. <laughs> oh, Except, I guess... It, there's I some more Ezra Miller news this week. Yeah. I, I guess for <laughs> you Flash, talk- though... Uh, when you-, you were talking about the news, I was like... Are we gonna mention that? You got arrested. I mean, that was like our that was like a lot of our episodes last week. Ezra <laughs> Miller really got arrested again, so uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Warner Brothers please, is gonna be doing much. Please this. recast. Just yeah. Please, please, yeah, we'll please see. Recast. We'll see. But I guess that comparisons aside, for me looking at the Thor movie, I have hope, and Jane looks great, and Thor looks great, and for you, it's just like it's just dread. Me and Drew going to are gonna go into the Flash theater like man, I'm gonna hate this. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll all go into a Thor theater like, man, I hope I love this. So, <laughs> you you're just know you're not I like that. It. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Avengers video game creates weekly blogs every single week where they announce what they've been up to for the past week. It's usually, hey, we have a skin available that you can buy, please. And that's all it is. <laughs> but uh, this past week, the blog uh, was, hey, uh, we made a Hulk skin that we would like you to buy. Also, uh, our next hero that we're making playable is Jane Foster Thor, which wow. is in two months. No trailer. 
No Does anybody play reveal. this game? Does anybody <laughs> like? Is there any player out there who's like, yeah, Avengers? Yeah, actually, like let us game. know, like, in the comments of this podcast. Yeah, if let you us... if you play Avengers like on the regular, like, you're like, this is my game. Like, please comment because I don't, I don't think you exist. Yeah, I feel like they're losing a budget, which makes sense. I mean, <laughs> the game's basically dead at this point, but they promised that they would continue to make heroes. So Jane Foster, give it Thor's move set. And move on. You don't need a trailer because Thor Love and Thunder was their trailer. <laughs> that was their announcement trailer right there. So apparently she's two months away. And then after that, it's rumored there was a guy who leaked this beforehand saying that Jane was next. And who would have guessed? Because a lot of people were thinking that it'd be like a new hero. Like, oh, they're going to do like Doctor Strange or they're going to do Scarlet Witch or Falcon. But no, some guy said it's Jane and after Jane, She-Hulk. And then after that, they might not continue. So we're getting a Thor clone and a Hulk clone. So, okay, <laughs> if you still play, no one, no one fun. still plays. Thor was my favorite character in that game when I played for for oh, ten minutes. Two days. Yeah, two <laughs> days. Then I stopped. Uh, we played for the sure. demo together. That that was a fun day. Yeah, that was a good day because it was like, oh, you know, this they'll fix it. <laughs> it's gonna get better, right? Yeah, this, this is this is bad, but we, yeah, no one stayed the same. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has been delayed um, until July, I believe. June or July? Hey, 2023. 2023. Right? So still, it's now yeah. over a year away until we're getting Spider-Verse. Uh, they said that Sony moved a ton of movies around. It wasn't just Spider-Verse. They moved Madame Web and they moved like a bunch of other just random Not Sony Madame Web! I know! <laughs> just a bunch of Sony projects were moved around. The only Sony movie that's upcoming that stayed the release date was Craven. Which is, I guess, still happening and still on track for January of next year. What about Morbius 2? Yeah. Or Venom no, 3? Not announced yet, but they're still doing Craven and Madame Web. What are the odds Madame Web actually happens? Like, Is that actually happening? I forgot it was even happening. I think it is. Oh, they have a cast, God. and I'm pretty sure they have writers and directors. They have a release date. I mean, it was just delayed, but they have a release date. Uh, for Spider-Verse, uh, it's not said why it was delayed, but it's likely due to animation. There, I mean, makes sense. The sequel was also delayed about a year as well, just so they're one year apart. So, still happening, but, you know, kind of sad about that. Uh, for DC News, uh, Wonder Twins are getting an HBO Max show. <laughs> All right, there, there's one good thing to come out of this. Is it? KJ Apa, you know, famous Riverdale actor, was cast as one of the Wonder Twins, which will at least put to bed the theory of, like, he could play Wally West, which no one wants. Yeah, a lot of people were I'll saying cast, that. I'll cast Drew as Wally West before I'll cast KJ Apa. KJ Apa has the acting range of a block of wood. KJ and he's not a real redhead. Yeah, he, I was about to say he dyes his hair for the role. Yeah. So. Good God. Drew, poser. You, you think you could outact him? Yeah. <laughs> wow okay. there we go listen listen wonder twins why like honestly why you know my dad was talking about the super friends cartoon that was on in like the 70s mm -hmm. and you know the wonder twins were a part of that and you know he was talking about like that cartoon being pretty cool and i was like there's no way that cartoon aged well and we pulled it up like a clip of it on youtube good god it's so bad like, yeah like the, the wonder twins are why are the wonder twins there they're so lame because one of them could turn into like a bear but then the other one turns into like a bucket of water yeah like, one one has way more power than the one other. could turn into one's beast boy essentially it's beast right boy. And, then the, and then the other one's like either water ice snow yeah it's it's so just weird. like it's just like the canadian roads that hunter has to drive on exactly yeah it's annoying form of ice 
But Bendis brought them back in the comics recently, but it was they were interns at the Hall of Justice giving tours, and that was it. So, Famous DC Comics writer Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, so it's like... Based on the Brian Michael Bendis Wonder Twin story. <laughs> they're just... They're interns, yeah. yeah. So it's like, why out of all the characters that you could bring back, why them? Listen, I, I kind of like the idea of, like, mini-movies on HBO Max, like, little projects that characters that, you know, wouldn't normally get, like, a big-budget movie. Oh, but like the Wonder minutes. Twins? The Wonder Twins are not the, not the yeah, option there. no, it's... What, the Wonder know. Twins are getting a live-action appearance before Ginger Wally West. I'm just... Nothing but pain. <laughs> hey, Titans might happen. There's <laughs> no. no Cascade that's the, only, that's the only way oh. it's going to happen. So. Uh, speaking of live-action and possibly not good, uh, Gotham Knights is a video game that was announced that's coming out soon, but before it's even out and before we have so much information on it, they're already filming a TV show based on a game that's not released. Uh, and we got Wait, this pictures. is connected to the game? Not connected, but that's what got them the idea. Oh, god! That's why it's called Gotham Knight. They, they saw the trailer for the game and they're like, we can make a show out of this, so instead of waiting to see what the game was about, they decided to write cast I mean, and start there, shooting there was the a book a pretty successful batman book in the 90s called gotham knights it was pretty good apparently this is the reason why they're doing it it's kind of like how game of thrones like went past their book so it's just they're rushing ahead but they're obviously not basing it on the game that's just what inspired them uh harper row who's bluebird in the new 52 she's gonna i hate be harper row yeah she she's gonna be in it uh steph stephanie brown's gonna be in it uh, and there's a few others I can't remember, but anyways, we got set pictures of a funeral where Bruce Wayne is dead. And okay, th this might be the worst photo I've ever seen because it's Bruce Wayne's tombstone, as you can see here. And uh, and the the caption says like the the thing on the grave says he lived in the shadows. Now he lives in our hearts. Why would that be on Bruce's grave? <laughs> Not like beloved son, mentor. You know, he lived in the shadows. Someone's going up to his grave like, what the fuck? <laughs> this, this eccentric billionaire, billionaire playboy who's like buying billionaire. restaurants and like, you know, hanging out with women. You're telling me he lived in the shadows? No, he didn't. He's yeah. on like the cover of a magazine in Gotham like every day. You're telling me he lived in the shadows? Because like for the Bat family, it's like, oh, because he was Batman. Oh, he was Batman. But from everyone else in Gotham and the world's perspective, he was billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne who... If, if, the you showed me, if you showed me this picture and said like like that was a meme like i would have believed it honestly like i thought that was a meme when i saw it i thought it was fake it and then fake, i was like yeah like hopefully this one gets to the pilot and then they're just like you know what not gonna happen i mean it, it could listen the cw did that with one of them right didn't like yeah Powerpuff i was gonna say, girls or one of them get canceled right away that that was one yeah i don't think the pilot even I think had, they, though i think they had another one that like made it to the pilot and then didn't make it any further so just just, just don't do it, show. CW. Aquaman. Show. <laughs> Classic. Have you ever seen that, Hunter? Yeah, no. I've seen that pilot. That's with, uh, what's his name, as Aquaman. Um, Justin Hartley. Yeah, Justin Hartley. There's an Aquaman show? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like mid-2000s. Uh, Justin Hartley, the guy who played Green Arrow on Smallville, he's yeah. going to be Aquaman. Huh. Yeah, there's a, a pilot episode that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie, you never even heard of it. No, I haven't. Yeah. If you, if you ever want to uh, waste 40 minutes, you can watch the pilot. 40 minutes? <laughs> nah, I might be shorter than that. I don't know. 30 minutes? I'm pretty sure it's 40 minutes. 40? Okay, most maybe pilots right. were aimed for like the 20, 20 minute mark, but okay. <laughs> maybe I will. Uh, and then the last bit of news is the big one. Solicitations. Let's oh, go. wait. Did, to tie into what we were just talking about, did you guys hear about the Warner Discovery merger 
Like, oh, right. Never. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, so I don't remember exactly the name of the person, but basically they want, and this kind of should give us all hope that DC is going to like figure out what's, you know, basically what it said was, you know, they want a Kevin Feige person to oversee, um, you know, all the live yeah, action have, shows. Have one guy. <laughs> yeah. We got, your all... Kev- we got your Kevin Feige. His name is Zack Snyder. <laughs> a lot of people were saying Can't that. Can't that straight face. A lot of people were saying that. But <laughs> I don't know. They were basically saying like, oh, you know, um, we've had a lot of stuff happen that shouldn't have happened, like shows that shouldn't have been made and movies. That So they kind of want more of a path similar to Marvel, I guess. I don't want it to be like a straight up copy, but I'd really hope that they figure this out. They get someone to kind of control you know the direction of all these and i want everything to be connected because like how many times are we going to see someone be bruce wayne or how many times are you someone gonna be nightwing like yeah there's been i, I think I eight know. batmans in the past like five years like i don't know i don't know why and they just keep making bad movies i don't know like the the batman gives me hope i hope they just you know take the batman and go forward with that but i mean I don't know. It's exciting that they they're thinking about this, and I think I sent you guys the thing that they said about Superman. Right, he's been kind of like Superman, more of like a main prominent like figure. Like they basically yeah, said, "Why aren't stuff. you guys doing anything with Clark Kent?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's you been have mishandled. Henry Cavill's like that's hope. Yeah, it's like you have a perfect casting right here, and you have someone oh who be, who's interested in doing this, and you're just not. Okay. And Henry Cavill's been like jacked, like Superman shape since 2013, like going on 10 years now. And he's like, come on, guys, just give me another movie, please. please yeah. <laughs> Geralt isn't supposed to be this big. Please just give me something. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, we right after they said this, uh, the next day they announced the Wonder Twins movie. So we'll, we'll see. Step in the right direction. Yeah, so far, so good. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay, so in July, some comics are releasing, and we're going to just kind of scroll through and just point out things that we think look cool and what things might not look cool. Uh, you guys want to do DC first? Yeah, let's start with DC. Yeah. All right. Uh, starts with Dark Crisis. Issue two of Dark Crisis, which is the Nightwing vs. Deathstroke, which I don't know if you guys saw the art that released from that, the little like splash page of them fighting. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Um, Nightwing and Deathstroke is a good rivalry that it's a good rivalry, but I feel like it exists more in my mind than it does in the actual pages. <laughs> like, like if you think about it, like famous Nightwing comics, Deathstroke's not in a lot of them. Like maybe the Titans ones in the eighties, but he's, like, he's not in the, Titans. he's not in the Dixon run that I could think of. He appears right at the end of the Devin Grayson run. Like he's not a big figure in Nightwing comics. So, and this, but we, still but, but we like a... to think of it as a great rivalry. So. Yeah, this still isn't a big comic, too. Uh, the, there's not really a description because they can't spoil it, so the description is just Nightwing versus Deathstroke. Yeah, I saw. Dark Crisis 1 isn't out yet, so they can't really say much. So They can't okay. say Aquaman, dead. Yeah, but hey, sold. Yeah, t- I'll take it. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited over. for Dark Crisis. Like, cautiously optimistic, but I think it's going to be good. I think it could be good, too. I just realized we skipped over Aquaman. You're on a different page than us, I think. We're reading this off of Bleeding Cool. Bleeding Cool, the link. I clicked the link that you sent. The first thing thing on there is the Red Hood, Batman, White Knight, but none of us. Oh, yeah, Aquaman is up at the top. What the hell? Yeah, It is? It's not for me. Yeah, Yeah, scroll up. It is up there. 
It says Aquaman 6 final issue, and then it shows Red Hood. Oh, weird. Yeah. There's no picture. Uh, Aquaman okay. is ending at issue 6, which... Was it always supposed to be a miniseries or no? Nope. It was not. It was supposed to be an ongoing about uh, Arthur training Jackson. It was supposed to... It was described as, like, Batman and Robin, but for Atlantis. And nice. um, then they decided to kill off Aquaman. So, I mean, hey, that, that'll happen. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> so it, it had that one cool cover with uh, Manta, Jackson, and Aquaman like yeah, all holding the, the trident up. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. a cool cover. Uh, so, uh, I enjoyed the Aquaman. first issue a lot, and then they announced they're ending it, and I'm like, well, why? I feel like I don't have to read this now. <laughs> so they're yeah, just gonna end dang. it. Uh, issue six is set to be the funeral of Arthur Curry, so nice. I might pick that up because that could be a good issue, even though I hate it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, after that, then it's Dark Crisis, then it's uh, Batman by Zdarsky. It's happening. Oh yeah, starting. Number 125, Failsafe is the uh, opening arc. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is having nightmares of a future he can't stop. So he has to not make it the future. And uh, and the Batman, at no cost. That's that's the enemy's goal, I guess. I don't know. It's another short description, but I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it's Zdarsky and Horry Jimenez. <laughs> the cover is really cool, too. Him. I really like the cover. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Uh, uh, the the next one is the Black Adam one, which I don't think this is a movie tie-in. But tell me that does not look exactly like The Rock. They they drew yeah. Black Adam exactly like, <laughs> like Dwayne Johnson. Like if you look up this cover, the the comic's called Black Adam: The Justice Society Files Hawkman Number One. That is literally The Rock on the cover, but I, it's not a movie tie-in as far as I could tell. It doesn't. This doesn't make me feel like it's Black Adam at all. It's just The Rock in a hoodie. <laughs> It's about drive. It's about power. Because it's like so um, zoomed in that you don't see the superhero suit or anything. It's just weird. I wonder if you could find like like the rock like looking like that and like just see if it's kind of like a trace of that. Oh, maybe actually. I wouldn't be surprised. That like literally looks exactly like him. Yeah, the nose might be a little off, but yeah. Uh, DC versus Vampires continues. We got nothing on that. We got nothing on Superman, Sonic, Kal-El. Uh, Superman bringing, Space 8. Well, I'll say for Superman Seneca, for, for the people that watch Supergirl, they're bringing Dreamer in, who I know who was a hero in Supergirl. Like the show. Oh, so. boy. Supergirl CW, my favorite. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. No, nobody watches that. Coming, coming into... The reason that show ended. Yeah. Um, Superman Space Age is going to be a new three-issue, I'm guessing, Black Label. It doesn't say Black Label on here. <laughs> think no it's but, not but it's a, it says prestige and it's a ten dollar issue so i gotta assume it is maybe just one um, shot. oh no one of three no nah, it's one of three. Oh yeah so that's what i'm guessing it, that's why i'm guessing it's black label um yeah. it's a somewhat interesting description i mean i don't know it's like a like a clark kent you know superman type story i don't i don't know like mentions him being a reporter i, I think it'll be fine yeah the, the first hero of the space age. I don't know. It looks looks fine. I probably won't read it like issue by issue, but you know, when it comes to DC Universe, eventually, I guess. Starting with Detective Comics issue one thousand sixty two, they're changing creative teams, and Ram V is now the writer. Let's go. Yes. You like that? Yes. I, I thought you were loving Detective right now. Yeah. Um, well, I, I didn't really like that. Um, that last event that they did. When it was releasing weekly for like weekly. five straight weeks. It just was like too much. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll re- so yeah, I'm back on tech. But yeah, no, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. It was good, but I was just like, ah, it's just too much. Batman, like Ron, uh, Ron V does a lot of titles. Jeez. That cover looks cool with the, the hanged man with the Batman upside down. Even the other cover, like that's really cool. I like yeah. the mask a lot. 
But yeah, uh, it's like July. Batman creative teams are all changing. It's it yeah. says like a noir tinge story about Jim Gordon as a private investigator. <clears throat> that that sounds interesting. Oh no, money. <laughs> I know. I can't afford to pick up another title. God I damn, might don't pick up that cover. That got, cover's got, really good. You got to put tech on the pull list. Tech's mm. good. Yeah, I hear it's really good. <laughs> uh, Dark Crisis tie-in called Worlds Worlds Without a Justice League Superman Number One by Tom King, and it's about Superman training young John Kent to be his Robin. It, it's kind of a weird like when it got released i was like i thought it was a variant cover at first you know how mm-hmm, sometimes they yeah. do like variants like that but then i'm like oh no that's the premise yeah listen if you wanted to tell stories about kid john you could have just left him a kid mm-hmm. thank thanks dc <laughs> clark <laughs> dreams clark dreams what we all dream we wish john was back to this oh i thought you were reading like that was the actual <laughs> no, no. <laughs> dc released but I'm saying, like, this is like Clark's like dying dream. Like, oh, I, I, I wish I saw John as a child, and it's like, yeah, I, I wish I saw that too. Nobody <laughs> wants to watch him, you know, as the great Brian Michael Bendis said. No one wants to watch him uh, play video games and do chores. And it's like, I, I would have liked to read it. Yeah, that would have been nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, after that, oh, that that's it. According to the link yeah, this I said. is this is kind of a short one. It's probably after that. It's just like the regular uh, titles. Oh, how, I wonder if there's a way to see that. Nah, the, Bleeding Cool doesn't usually have that. That's why I had the other one up before before you sent that link. Oh, is it if, if you want, it, yeah, if you want to move on to Marvel, I could start. Uh, I can look up the rest of DC. See if there's anything of note. Well, I, I have uh, the games radar for DC up right now. So, uh, if you just look up the games radar one, we are a professional podcast. Because oh. right after uh, the Young Justice one, World's Finest issue, right. issue five. Which we'll be reviewing issue two in a bit here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look at Marvels real quick if you want to continue there. Yeah, I'm pulling the rest of DCs. So how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> He's not really great at, at keeping it going. All right, I, I keep it going. I uh, <laughs> um, we got uh, Flashpoint Beyond number three. Uh it just says like that the DC event of 2022 continues. Like okay, um, it looks like we're gonna get more of the Project Superman in that one, and uh, we're gonna find out like what's different about the Krypton of the world of Flashpoint. So it'll be interesting to see if they make uh, you know Superman and Batman face off, or if they're gonna be you know kind of teaming up. Um, that's the that's the rock song. Good reference. The, the one where he raps, that it's called Face Off. I, I don't I don't think I've heard it. How does it go? <laughs> well, it, it's about drive. It's <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I do. He, I do he was on a cover of a comic, so technically The Rock is comic accurate. So comic accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dark Crisis Young Justice number two, which I did add to my poll list, by the way. Um, okay. It, it says the tale of two Wonder Girls. So, um, Cassie. Two Cassies? I don't know. It says, uh, Impulse, Superboy, and Tim Drake were just saved by Cassie Sandsmark, Wonder Girl, in the strange fantasy. It says word, but I think they meant world. They are trapped in, and she's here to help them navigate into their retro surroundings. But Cassie Sandsmark is back on Earth searching for her friends alongside the Red Tornado. Which Cassie is lying and which one's about to get burned? So, two Cassies. Interesting. Okay. Um, Flash 784 (laughs) is continuing with the search of Barry Allen. 
Um, they really don't want to give you anything because it just says, the, the search for Barry Allen. Wally and Wallace have arrived on the planet. Pariah has trapped Barry on, but it's not quite a happy reunion among the Flashes. So is Wallace, it. like, going to be a main Flash character now? Uh, yeah, I mean, at least for this arc. No? no? I, I mean, I, th- I think because Teen Titans Academy's ending, like, he's not going to be in anything, and they're like, all right, let's try to get him in the book. You may and as well put him in I think people Flash. like to see Flash and Kid Flash together, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, you may as well. Okay. It's interesting with uh, Wally and Wallace going to this to this world, you know, that was set up at the end of uh, Infinite Frontier. Infinite Frontier, because this is like Barry's, you know, dream world. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling based on this description that because it says not quite a happy reunion among the Flashes, like maybe Pry is going to make it so like Barry, like you know, thinks that Wally and Wallace aren't like you know the real the real Wally and Wallace. Like maybe yeah. he's going to try to who's real, mess with Barry's fake. mind. Mm-hmm. And Barry's not going to want to leave this place. So I think we're in for some interesting story there. And the cover's really cool with, like, Pariah looking over, like, through, like, shattered glass. That is of, cool, yeah. Of uh, Barry, Wally, and Wallace. Um, that's more of the rock. Good God, that's a giant image. <laughs> yeah, just scrolling through. It's like, oh, God. This DC mech number one. What oh, if God. the DC heroes were mechs? I... I I, I genuinely wonder sometimes, like we we you know we joke like how does every Batman book get approved? How the hell did that book get approved? You have it's the tight. one where they're all dinosaurs, like the Jurassic Park I one, and now you got the funny. Mech one. <laughs> but but I'm saying we have we have two alternate Justice League books where one one of them dinosaurs and one of them is Mechs. I hate it. <laughs> Justice just got an upgrade. <laughs> uh, oh let's see. DC Mech, over, White Knight. No, I think we're into the trade. I think we can move on to Marvel. I don't think there's anything more new here. All right. Wait. Yeah. World's uh, finest. World's finest. Yeah. I think it's like loading into snail space. So. I'll do Marvel real quick. Uh, the Avengers is going as a. Uh, Avengers is getting a new title by Jason Aaron called Avengers 100,000 BC. Which is like the original Avengers team that he created. It's just a book about them. Where you have like Odin is the Thor of the team and the leader, but then there's like there's the Black Panther of the Caveman era, there's the Sorcerer Supreme, the Iron Fist, the Phoenix. Um, I thought this, like, people don't like Jason Aaron's Avengers and make understandably, but I thought the, the original Avengers led by Odin, I thought that was a cool team. So I won't check this out, but if you're interested, Oh, there, there you go, you Caveman Avengers. There you go. Uh, Judgment Day issue one and two release in July. This is the X Men versus Eternals with the Avengers caught up in the middle of it all. Uh, I'm gonna read this. This is actually something that's gonna be on my poll. Whoa, Hunter adding something to the poll? What? As the Eternals oh. expert here. <laughs> oh right, as the Eternal as yeah. as you read all three issues of Eternals. Yeah, <laughs> I've read actually. Um, I think I've read 27 Eternals issues ever. Oh, that, that is, does make you an expert at this that's, point. That's about 26 too many, but, you know, <laughs> I'll check out Judgment Day because it's it's Marvel's 2022 event. I'm, I'm kind of interested, and I, I miss reading Avengers stuff. So it, it's an Avengers story, kind of, so I'll check it out. I think the premise is kind of cool. Uh... Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, the Hellfire Gala is back for this year for those who um, read X Men. Oh, uh, we know Drew loves the Hellfire. Oh yeah, Gala. you read X Men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm not interested. Oh, you're not. No. Okay. I'm, the only thing I'm reading uh, X Men now is uh, Mortal X Men. Oh. Everything I didn't else. realize yeah. you stopped. Okay. Drew has had a very uh, I wouldn't call it love hate, but there would be, need to be love in there. It's been a hate hate relationship with X Men lately. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, the Amazing Spider Man has a Peter team up with Norman Osborn, and he gets a new suit designed by Norman. I don't know where this run's going. I'm gonna try, but I, you yeah, know. I I was gonna pick that up, but then I saw that and I'm like, I don't know if I'm really into that. Yeah. I, I'm gonna probably pick it up still. Daredevil number two Daredevil, has man. a really cool cover of uh, of Matt and Electra facing the hand. It's it's a really cool uh, Marco cover where he's like throwing the baton into a hand member and they're like turning into the skeleton. It says um. After Devil's Reign, everything that's ever meant to be Daredevil has changed. Thanks to Elektra and her newfound role as the woman without fear, Daredevil is the most amb- more ambitious, ambitious than ever. Sorry, with a who's who of creators from across the Fable characters' history. This is oh, this is Daredevil number six hundred fifty. So it's a oh, going to be an oversized issue. This oversized epic kicks off next year uh, or the next Don't year. Don't tell me ten dollars. Marco's landmark Daredevil run. Uh, it is no, it's six dollars. So. Oh, okay, it's not terrible. Still, still a bit much. But... Um, uh, Batman Urban Legends number seventeen, uh, coming out in July. I don't know if I sent you that one, Hunter. It's got the cover. It's a team up of Batman, Aquaman, Flash, and Black Adam. So I think when they wrote oh, yeah. that, they were like, they were like, DC twenty twenty two. That's the year of the. That's the year of the hero. We're gonna get these four in a book together, and it's like, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> like, why are those four together? Come on now. Yeah, speaking of weird team ups. New miniseries announced called Miss Marvel and Wolverine. Uh, I saw... Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> As the Wolverine guy, what do you think, Drew? Um, if you want to read Wolverine, read uh, read old Wolverine comics. Don't read anything. Crazy. Read the four-issue Claremont Miller series. Maybe, maybe this will be good. It's just, why those two characters? <laughs> That's yeah. a strange yeah. combination. When a mysterious threat lands in New York City, Miss Marvel takes matters to her own hands. But with Krakoan security tech compromise, you can bet Wolverine and the X-Men won't be far behind. All right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Feels like that could just be in Miss Marvel's title or X-Men's title, but okay. <laughs> we'll go with it. Um, Ant-Man by L. Ewing, which I saw that was announced. Actually, it looks kind of interesting. Hunter, um, you can't afford it. Sorry to break yeah, it I, I said it was interesting, not that I... uh nightwing 94 um they released the cover or one of the variants rather of nightwing batgirl cuddling up real tight um there's a new commissioner in town and it's none other than maggie sawyer but one clean commissioner does not make a whole bad basket of bloodhaven police officers good and now blockbuster is forced to lean more on nightwing's sister mayor zuko to oversee the old commissioner's illegal dealings then an attack on haven Reveals some shocking truths to Nightwing and Oracle that make it difficult to recover from. Maggie Sawyer coming to the book. That's kind of cool. That's hmm. like the Metropolis cop. Yeah, that sounds pretty decent, actually. Let's see. Thunderbolts is continuing. Uh, the Thunderbolts looks kind of... Like, I saw an ad for in this week's comics, and the team actually looks kind of cool. Like, Hawkeye seems to be the leader of it. Which is interesting for, like, a darker team. Uh, Avengers. Jurassic League, I hate it. Yeah, Jurassic. <laughs> I, I think Jurassic League is kind of funny. I hate it. Oh my! Why are they dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
why is the design why is the dinosaur wearing a wonder woman outfit how does that why it's wonder woman as a dinosaur i hate it oh good god i kind of think it's funny Ooh, oh god I captain carter moon knight i gotta get caught up on that the, oh, oh my god thor number 27 thor versus yeah, venom yeah, Donny Cates that. special. Holy Johnny shit. Cates writes Venom once again. <laughs> yeah. And this team of Diddy. kings, Thor, King of Asgard, Eddie Brock, King and Black, must set aside their personal differences to save one thing they both love: Earth. That you gotta I, get caught up, JD. I, I will. Like I don't think I'll ever read Venom by Donny Cates. I'm oh, sorry to break it's it. actually I, I, good. I've been pressured it's like so like good. almost every episode of this podcast. Like someone brings up that I got to read Donny Cates Venom. I, just, I, don't, I don't know think why we keep bringing it up to you. <laughs> I think it's actually like legitimately really good. It is really good. As someone oh, that doesn't really like Venom, I really like it. it, it it's great. Um. Oh. Okay. Um. I've been on Strange Bins lately. Hey Harper, you probably saw this, but Strange Number Five: Dead Heroes and Villains alike have been reanimated as ghoulish versions of their past selves. Now it's up to Strange and the Haversmen to make sure these dead stay dead. But what happens when the next reanimated hero is Clea's dead husband, Stephen Strange? They're bringing back Strange already, kind of. I mean, <laughs> so, you didn't think his death was going to last that long. I thought it would last longer than this. He just died, like, <laughs> so recently. But okay. Um, that's kind of it for the solicitation. Yeah, I reached the end of DC solicitation, so cool. I think we're on to the comics. Yeah. Um, All right. What do you guys want to go over first? You want to go over Flashpoint since that was the last week's one? Yeah, uh, Flashpoint. You read it, right, Hunter? No, not yet. I'm still waiting on my shop to get one. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you may have read it. You can talk, though. I really liked this issue. Like, I felt like I was pretty hooked on it. Like, I was was intently reading the pages. I didn't even, like, I felt like I didn't look up once while reading this. Like, I was just, like, I couldn't wait to see what was on the next page. Um, Okay. uh, The the preview that we got, obviously, same start for the first few pages. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the art is really good in these in this book. Um, you know, nice creepy uh, Mark oh, Joker. Thomas looks uh, really cool there. Thomas, yeah, almost got a really Dark Knight cool Returns kind of feel. Oh yeah, and that's okay. kind of like the feel you get from him. Like, so he wakes up at a bar and he's just like, like has no idea what's happening because, you know, obviously he remembers Flashpoint being reset. He comes to the DC Earth. He gets beamed by Darkseid, but I guess that brings him back to here. So that happened in Justice League Incarnate, which I didn't read, but I've heard about. Okay, so Darkseid killed Dark Side beep Darkseid beams him, and that sends him back to Dark Darkseid needs to fix those beams when he's shooting at bat people. I, I know, he just keeps sending Batman back in time. Grant <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Morrison. Um, <laughs> uh, Thomas is like like trying to figure out, like, oh, God, like what's going on here? Um, he's got like a chalkboard in his Batcave. And all of a sudden, the words "everything matters" appears on there, and he's like, "Who wrote that?" He thinks it's like Eobard. He's like, "I'll stab you again with my sword. I'll do it." And then he shatters the chalkboard. Interesting. Um, yeah, um, Barry Allen uh, is just a regular dude in the Flashpoint universe. He's kind of like a loser. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like he gets dinner with his parents all the time. Like he's talking to his mom. His mom's like, "So he asked that girl on a date," and he's like, "Well, she asked me, and I was." Late for our date, so uh, she went Bro, out with regular else. Barry Allen wishes that was him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the perfect life for him. Oh, my God. I mean, he's he was... So he had a date with... I actually thought this was pretty cool. It's Fiona, Fiona Webb, who was his um, second wife. 
her second fiance in like the original Flash run, like you know from the Bronze Age. That was pretty cool. Um, but he's late to a date with her, so he doesn't end up going on the date with her. You know, classic Barry being late. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to a crime scene and someone someone was killed by an abracadabra, and uh, his insides were turned into clock gear, like a clock clock's gear. Oh, you know what I mean, that's creepy. Yeah, it actually looks pretty cool. Um, so Barry's like doing the forensic work on that, uh, and then he meets uh, Fiona in the elevator, and he's like, "Oh, sorry about our date." And she's like, "Yeah, I ended up going out with someone else." And she's like, "Listen, I'm gonna roast your life right here," and just tells him like. Like you don't have a life that's worth living. Like this isn't the Jesus. life you're supposed to be. This isn't the life you're supposed to be living. Bro, he's a forensic so that, scientist. That's pretty successful. <laughs> well, but she's like, you don't like all you do is work and then like go back to an empty apartment. She's like, get some friends. I, I felt personally attacked as someone who <laughs> works and goes back to an empty apartment. I was like, man, this is, this is right at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, when when Barry gets back to his apartment, uh, all he hears is, "You blew it, Barry. You really did." And then he turns and he's like, what the? And Thomas Wayne is inside his apartment and he's like, and Thomas like, you know me? And he's like, yeah, you're Thomas Wayne. So he doesn't remember him as the Batman, obviously, because he doesn't have Flash memories. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas is basically like, I'm Batman, you're the Flash, we need to get this working. And Barry's like, all right, dude, why'd you break into my apartment? So uh, he ends up giving him a sedative and kidnaps him. Um, nice. And then when Barry, wa- Barry wakes up, he's strapped to a chair with like chemicals all around, like remember how they regain him the speed mm-hmm. in Flashpoint? Yeah. And Barry's like, "Yo, what the hell are you doing? This dude in the bat suit is like trying to boost me with chemicals." And he's like, "This is for your own good." You, you like, he goes, "Barry, you have you have a wife, children, family, legacy." And then lightning strikes, but right as the lightning strikes, the chemicals like get shot at, and, and Barry goes, "Get me the hell!" And Tom just goes, "No," and Barry gets struck by lightning, and fucking like. He melts. Guy <laughs> dies. He dies. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I did not. He's like, like that's why I was like hooked on this issue. I was like, holy shit! Like I did really not just, see that coming. Just kill the guy. Oh my god! It was a, it was a great sequence. So Barry, I think Barry's dead, and uh, it turns out that your boy Hunter uh, Black Manta was the one who shot the uh, who shot the chemicals out. Uh, he was doing it on orders for Aquaman. He'll do anything for his king. Interesting. So then uh, okay. Okay. Batman's like, all right, fuck you, Black Manta, and kind of beats him up and probably kills him, if yeah. I had to guess. Cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Definitely, I think. <laughs> we get like a little reverse Flash tease, I want to say, with the, um, I don't know if you saw this, Drew. It was like a little Flash coming in and says, yeah. Thomas Wayne over here. With like all the words connected, kind of like how Zoom speaks in the in the Jeff Johns Flash, which I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And then uh, the book ends with two epilogues, which is um, Drew, just like the Jeff Johns Flash. Remember when he used to do the epilogue one, epilogue yeah. two? I thought that was really cool. Um, yep. Epilogue one is in uh, Arkham. Um, Psycho Pirate. Yeah. Oh yeah, Psycho Pirate. I was like, I lost my place. Uh, Psycho Pirate wants to speak to Batman, and then he said, where is he? Where is Bruce? So, has memory of Bruce. And then um, Epilogue 2 is Batman in the Batcave, and uh, he's, like, looking at the letter of his father. He's got, like, you know, the board of everything. And then, uh, I I don't know, this dude shows up with a raccoon hat. Um, (laughs) I'm assuming that's connected to Boost for Gold, right? Uh I don't know. Or he says Dr. Hunter. 
your doctor now. Rip. Hunter. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, it's Rip Hunter, Rip so Hunter. I'm guessing it's connected mm-hmm. to that, the Time Masters. So that's the second epilogue. But this issue was really good. I really liked yeah. it. I was like, it was wow. Really like, it, it caught me by surprise. When they fucking killed Barry Allen, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Like, I did not see that coming. I mean, he was originally he was the Batman with guns. So when I, when I post those panels tomorrow, I think I'm <laughs> going to use the Hunter clip with uh, from Sonic of I did. Yo, I, I was not expecting. <laughs> you should. You should. I got to use that clip because yeah, it is like because I certainly was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I give this issue a nine out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I'm really excited for the rest of it. I got to catch up though and read Flashpoint. And, and this was issue Flashpoint. zero. Too, issue right? zero, yeah. just, the, just the opening issue. I, I got to catch up in my Jeff Johns Flash read through. I'm still in the Wally run, but I got to read all the way through Flashpoint, and I apparently read some Flashpoint tie-ins because um, the Batman, the world of world of Flashpoint Batman one that goes over like um, Harvey Dent, and Oswald Cobblepot, mm-hmm. and that like they mention it in this issue, so I got to read that tie-in. Yeah, I've never read but, any tie-ins for Flashpoint. Neither. I've only read the Kid Flash one, the Kid Flash Lost. So. Yeah. There's there's a lot of them. There's like fifty of them. Wow. Yeah, I guess it like was 50, like fifty total issues because they're like all three. Because they kind of took over DC for a bit. Like, yeah, it was right like Future State, too. right? In a way. Whoa, so, well, I, Whoa mean, like, I, I mean, like in a way. Future where State, like, but good. Stop, um, <laughs> stop doing comics. We're just doing Flashpoint, and then we're doing yeah. Future Two kind of thing. So, but uh, I got. I'm gonna give this one a nine out of ten. I really liked it, Drew. Yeah, nine. Nine out of ten. It was it was very very enjoyable. I'm sorry to read. Uh, I'll go. Sorry if I spoiled. Sorry if I spoiled Barry dying for you, but it was. It's okay because cool. cool. sounds interesting, uh, and I'm gonna be reading and continuing forward. I'll, I'll nice. say I'll just review Hulk real quick. This was the end of the first arc called Titan, uh, or no, it's called. Sorry, this this arc was called Smash or not, and um, this was like with the robot here? Wolverine and all the robots and stuff. Mm-hmm. No. That was a couple issues. But I'm saying, like, that, this is the arc. Same like, arc, you yeah. kept facing, this, like, the different yeah. levels. Yes, okay. S- same one. Uh, to answer your question, Drew, um, I don't think I am enjoying this. Yeah, a lot of people are thinking about, like, a lot of people I've talked to about it are considering dropping it, and I'm like, oh. I'm not going to drop it until Banner War is done, because the next arc is the Thor crossover, and I'm going to read that. Yeah. Then after that, I think I'm done with you, Hulk. Whoa! This is Ryan. Ryan Otley art can't save you. Ryan Otley art is incredible. Like he he drew a Hulk Galactus. That's like for no reason. And they kind of mentioned it in the story too. They're like, yeah, for some reason, it's uh you know Galactus is here, but for some reason he's the Hulk. The art is so good. Like it's it's better. Like he's obviously improved a lot with his shading. And with right. his textures, like it's better than it was on Invincible. Granted, it's been a few wow. years, so obviously artists improve, but it's like right. this is like peak art for Ryan Otley. So not it's so it's Donny Cates who's not yeah. Donny Cates has weird ideas, and I don't. I love his Thor so much. I mean, I've heard the I comparison that he's like he's like the Scott Snyder of Marvel, he, right? Yeah. Like he's he has some great stories. He has some out there stories. Yeah. I, I like his Doctor Strange. I like like I like everything he's done, and this is the first one where I'm just like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. It's basically um, so Betty goes over how everyone has everyone deserves to have a Hulk. If you're angry, you should have your monster come out, right? If I'm angry, I should have my Hulk come out. If General Ross is angry, he should have a Hulk come out. If Hulk is angry, he should have a Hulk. It's like what? So if Hulk, what does that gets, even mean? <laughs> if Hulk gets angry enough, he 
gets his own Hulk. He becomes this like black, yeah, this black lightning form, where it's like uh, his his skin weird. gets all almost like scaly and like spikes like come out his shoulders and yeah, it's it's very much like that. And lightning comes out of his mouth, and this is apparently Hulk's Hulk. And if you look up like discussion threads, all the discussion threads are just like, Donnie, Hulk is a Hulk. <laughs> What are, you, what are you doing? So this is not Excelsior, kids. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's weird and it has great moments. This issue, like this moment right here, posts my story of just this door sliding right. open and Hulk coming out, and he starts screaming like he's so angry at Banner because like Bruce Banner pushed him to bring out his Hulk, but then I don't know. He just you know he killed Galactus somehow. in a a simulation in a simulation he didn't actually kill galactus yeah but um i don't know it ends with him saying sorry to banner it's like why why are you saying sorry hulk you were just basically like tortured by banner why are you saying sorry and then um the world that they've been on is like oh it's they're in the multiverse they're in this universe where the gamma bomb that turned bruce banner to hulk affected the entire world so they're on that world right now and it's blowing up because uh, General Ross decided to nuke the place after Hulk's Hulk came out. So the whole planet's blowing up, so uh, they decide to leave. So Hulk like gets in back in the portal, the multiverse starts going. And he has this little intercom where he could find out what's going on. And it's just like, proximity alert, incoming fire. And he's like, incoming? But I'm traveling through the multiverse. Like, who the hell could even find us? Oh, and it's Mjolnir. Nice. Which I thought was a that Set was a up. good ending. So the next one is Banner War, where it's um we don't know why they're fighting, and we don't know why Thor is suddenly found. Hulk. This is this is supposed to be like the settlement of the argument of Thor versus Hulk, right? Like this is going to be that's there's what a winner. Kids have said, yeah. I feel like that. I feel like they're not going to show us a winner. I think there's going to be a cop out, but it's uh I believe it's four issues. It's going to be two Hulk issues, two Thor issues. Next Thor issue is Thor issue seven hundred fifty, and it's the funeral of Odin. So it's after that, then they're doing the war. So we don't actually know why Thor is in the multiverse hunting down Hulk. So I guess we'll find out. Maybe 750, if not the next one. Because um, Hulk number 7 is what kicks this off. And it's Gary Frank on the covers. Oh, shit. That was cool. Yeah. He's a Marvel guy now, it seems. Wow. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought the story was really weird. Like, the... Hulk doing simulations to get himself more angry, and then Hulk has a Hulk. It's like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, Hulk sure. Exception. Why have we never seen this before? All right, whatever. Uh, the rest of the books, I think we've all read. Uh, Nightwing and Batman Superman World's Finest. Oh, you guys read Flash. Yeah, we have Flash as well. You guys but, can yeah. go over Flash now if you want. Okay, yeah. I was going to do Nightwing next, but yeah, let's do Flash. Um, Flash 781, I really liked it. It's a Wally and Wallace team-up. I think Drew really liked it, too, more than he liked Nightwing. Yeah, I like this a lot more than Nightwing, to speak. Which, sure. is, which is interesting. Good, uh, good character moments between uh, Wally and uh, Wallace. Just, like, kind of just simple, like, kind of Wally telling a story of when he was Kid Flash and, you know, when he started. And, um, you know, Wallace kind of talking about how he you know he hasn't heard from barry he doesn't really hasn't really had a you know connection with barry in a long time he's kind of just been doing his thing with uh team titans right um i think i I think the wally in in jeremy adams book like is very 
Justice League Unlimited type Wally, like in a yeah, way. Definitely. Like like I, the first the first few pages, like when uh Wallace is taking like a test at the Teen Titans Academy, he, he sends him a note and then he says, uh like he's outside the window, like, let's go. Like that that felt very like, you know, animated flash to me. But uh I like it. Um the the note says Ace, it's a flash emergency, come on. So this is the first of like uh, you know, let's try out the name Ace for Wallace. Uh, I've heard people say this in my comments before, like, hey, it's the last three letters of Wallace. Why not just call him Ace? It's different than Wally, but it's still, you know, part of the name. I don't hate it, <laughs> but at this point, Wallace has kind of stuck, and it's like, it's hard to change it this far into the character. I don't think anyone's and... complained about Wallace. No, but I mean, some people have just said, like, you know, just differentiate them a little better because it can be a little confusing, especially if you're a newer reader. Like, that's fair. Wally. Mm -hmm. But I I don't, I don't, I don't dislike Wallace. I don't dislike Ace. Um, The thing about Ace is I don't picture, like, a young person when I hear the name Ace. I picture, like, an old guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, Flash Flash tells Kid Flash to leave uh, Teen Titans Academy so they can go get some uh, ice cream in Argentina. Um, <laughs> when they're in Argentina, they get they get the ice cream, and then uh, somebody comes up to him and calls him Flush Man, which uh, was in my post today, which some people got really mad at me for. But you know, yeah, I know. noticed that. Uh, <laughs> like people it. from Argentina got mad yeah. at you. Yeah, you know it happens. Uh, for those who don't know, in the in the late '80s, when the Mike Barron run was starting on Flash, the Wally West run, um, the name Flash was used for like a gossip magazine in Argentina. So they had to call it Flushman, like to differentiate the, it. Yeah. yeah. So you can see like a lot of those Mike Barron and uh, William Messner Loeb's issues, like same covers, but it says Flushman instead of Flash. Mm-hmm. So nice little Easter egg to that. And he explained like uh, they they put as the little um, like editor note, like internet search Flushman Argentina. Thank me later. <laughs> that was a funny editor's note. That's how you got um, it. <laughs> And then Wally and Wallace, like like Drew said, have their heart to heart. He tells a story about being Kid Flash and, you know, earning Barry's respect. And, you know, it kind of feels like they're setting up, like, uh, you know, Wallace working more with Wally. Like he says, like, you know, you got to go to family. You got to trust your family. I, I kind of wish it was Bart, but I'll take it. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like Bart's your family, too. It'd be nice to get him in the book. But, um, yeah, it was it was a very you know wholesome good issue overall and uh, the last page ends with oh that says another uh the last page ends with uh wally and wallace like you know running towards the threat so um good issue overall really enjoyed it 8.5 out of 10 cool true i I think this issue was a 10 out of 10 for me wow i i really like what jeremy adams is doing on flash it it, Um, it was a good issue like I, i i say he's doing good stuff monthly it was probably my favorite thing this week wow did you read uh, what, what world's I, finest i did read that but what about this jd how do you feel about this uh ezra flash. miller's the, flash the movie tie-in uh ezra miller got arrested again in hawaii we're never gonna get it <laughs> uh yeah what well, we do nightwing next to keep the flash going because while he was in nightwing this was part two of their crossover um, I thought Bruno Redondo was on this issue, but he's yeah. not. Yeah, you lied to me, JD. <laughs> I read it on. I read it somewhere online that he was going to be on ninety one, but I don't know. I was he's so excited, and I opened the book. And I'm like, I still oh. think the art was good in this issue, but paint. Yeah, no, it's so great art. It was just like this artist definitely cool. tried to do Redondo's style, like you know, trying to make it line up. Like you can see the comic dots often. 
Yeah, like at first, like on the first page, I thought it was Redondo, and then I was like, all right, no, it's not. But it looks like it. It's close. Yeah, it's still it's still good art. So it's not like it, they saw for like a poorly poorly made art, I guess. Now I read this issue before Hunter read this issue, and I said that I do love Tom Taylor's Nightwing. And I love a lot of things that he's doing, but at times, some of the stuff he writes can come off a little fan fiction-ish, you know, Tumblr-type, Twitter-inspired, you know what I mean? Like, like I I brought up the example from one of the past issues, the Bat Family group chat, where Cass spams emojis. I like that. It's a little little Twitter-Tumblr-ish. Yeah. So, after I read this issue, I said, man, like, there's some moments in this issue that I'm like, you know, it's a little... It's a little fan fictiony, and Hunter said, "All right, like going into the issue, I'm going to see if I could find them." So, what did you think, Hunter? Did, did you think I was right or not? I I couldn't see many. I mean, there's one okay. that I'm. It's the landmine scene. Is that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, there's landmines that Wally runs into, and he when he runs, the explosions happen, and Nightwing's like, "No!" And Wally comes over. He's like, "Don't worry, I'm okay. I found a classic villain there." But guess what else I found? Landmines? I found landmines. So I'm like, okay, that's that's one. But that was the only I, one I found. I, I was I was thinking with the KG Beast one where they take down KG Beast and then they use his face to unlock his phone. Like I was just like, eh, you tell me this dude. Like he goes, he goes, how did you know where the bomb was? And he's like, it was the last place marked on your GPS. I was like, I don't know. I eh. just feel like that's that's detective-y in a way. Is it though? <laughs> I mean, it's... You're telling me KG Beast had a ways open? He doesn't know how to get to the library? This man needed directions? Like, oh, he's come usually, on. He's usually in Gotham. They're using KG Beast's phone? What about what about someone else? Use one of your goons' phone. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I thought it was a little... I don't know. I, I still like it. I still like this issue. This issue features my two favorite comic book heroes of all time. Like, Oh, that's right, yeah. That's I love right. it. Nightwing and Flash. Like... This issue was made for me. There's some moments where I'm like, eh. But overall, I like it. Um, Wally, Wally and Dick take down KG Beast nice and easy. Um, mm-hmm. They get rid of the bomb. Uh, they go back to Babs in the home of Wally and Linda, which I was like kind of freaking out a little bit because that's like my two favorite comic book couples of all time, Dick and Babs and Wally and Linda oh, on so, the same page. So like this panel like, right here. Yo! <laughs> I was like, holy shit, they're on the same page. Like, that's fucking awesome. I don't think... I mean, Linda only has one line. Yeah, but I was like, going to say, does Linda speak? Yeah, she inject, it, inject it straight into my veins. And Donna Troy appears at the end of this issue. Like, oh, God, I love that. Um, <laughs> they go down to Costa Rica to go take down an assassin. Oh, here, here's another moment where I'm kind of like, eh, on. Um, Wally says, piggyback for Cradle. And, and Dick goes, yeah. you've traveled into the future. You've met hundreds of flashes. Do none of your descendants ever come up with a better way to carry someone? And then he's like, on the piggyback. Like, I, I'm okay with Was it that a necessary line? line? Like, just put him on the piggyback. You've been doing it since the 90s. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's fair. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't thought know. it was okay. But no, um, I see that, that's where, that's where I, Those are the few moments in this issue where I'm kind of like, eh, it's a little... It's a little like what if Twitter wrote this issue. Um, yeah, as you said, like, while he gets taken out by the... JD, I think you're scratching your mic a bit. I had the book like up against the computer. Yeah, it was just <laughs> Pro- probably an ugly noise. Sorry for everyone so. wearing headphones who just are now screaming in pain. My apologies to the listeners. Wally gets taken out, but Dick is able to beat the assassin, uh, lie agent. Unbre? Unbre? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
he wakes he wakes Wally up and the the uh, assassin's down. Um, Wally is like, well, I was while I was uh, knocked out, I was thinking, you and Babs, why is it so complicated? And Dick's like, ah, it's complicated. And he's like, nah, you guys are great detectives. Like, how could you be so clueless? Like, you guys share a dog. You share the common threat. Like, you guys share your life. Like, just be happy together. And I'm like, yeah, thank you, Wally. I've been saying this since 1992. He just like me for real. He just, he just like me for I real. I keep forgetting that you're like 45, JD. Yeah, you know, I've been, been <laughs> since kicking 19... since the 80s. Yeah. De- definitely wasn't born in 1999. Um, <laughs> they, uh, they use this person to set up. Uh, this agent to set up all the other assassins and they're able to uh, to get the top 20 assassins uh, in custody with the help of Superboy, Starfire, Garth, and Don Troy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lady Shiva appears at the end and tells Blockbuster, like, I'm not putting any more assassins on Dick Grayson. Like, if you want to take him out, you got to take him out yourself. And the next issue is the fight for Bloodhaven's heart, which I think is going to build up to issue 100. So... We're almost there, yeah. Oh huh. so, yeah. Cool. Overall I, overall I really like this issue. I like the crossover. I wish it lasted longer. It felt like it went really quickly. But yeah. I'll take what I could get. Dig them all out together. It's all I, I want. like eight. I, I, I think it was overhyped a little bit. A little disappointed, not gonna lie. I mean, I get that because I, but I think I also had my expectations like sky high. I'm like, oh my god, they're back together. Like yeah. think about like two years ago, right? <laughs> two years ago we were dealing with like Rick Grayson and Heroes in Crisis, maybe three years ago. I don't know. Right. Like that, that was such a bad era for both my favorite characters. So and like now they're talking about their relationships. Yeah, he's saying like, "Yo, you and Babs got to figure it out." Like, I'll take I'll take what I could get, and I think we can get more crossovers in the future, hopefully. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. world's finest. This is my comic of the week. Wow. Okay. I think it was a lot better than the first issue. The first issue I wasn't really sold on. Yeah, you you on. weren't crazy about the first issue. Right? I was pretty no. crazy on the first issue. I, I like the first issue. <laughs> Bro, Dan Mora is like top three artists today. Once, once in future, I'm trying to get Drew to read it. I'm trying to get it's, Drew to read too many. Comics. It's so good, man. It's ending. You hear that? It's ending at issue yeah. thirty because Dan yeah. Mora's putting all his time in World's Finest, which, you know that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like stay yeah, on World's Finest. I'm okay with you staying on World's Finest. It's Batman. For those who don't know, World's Finest is a Mark Wade book with Dan Moore on art. It's Batman, right. Superman, it's, and my, Robin. My, it might be the best creative team in DC currently. Yeah, I would say it is the best. Yeah. Creative I mean, team what's going to rival it is Zdarsky uh, Jimenez. Oh but, yeah, but no. both but just right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, it's the best, and it's it's just the Batman and Superman in the past when Dick Grayson was Robin, and it's just stories about them, but. It's just like, oh, but when this was announced, I'm like, man, it's in the past. Like, things will happen and it won't really matter. But, bro, these, this is so good. <laughs> like, I'm shocked at how good this is. And it seems generic. Like, Superman's been poisoned. But it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's so good. And we're seeing more of the classic DC universe. Batman's has a bit of blue to his suit. Superman's are more vibrant than ever. Dick Grayson's there, but he's wearing pants. And <laughs> it's like... Supergirl. I think Supergirl, Supergirl great. Yeah, Supergirl, Supergirl and Robin don't like each other. Like that was that was. Cool. Yeah, because uh, Batman's just like uh, Robin. You need to like find out about the House of G. You got to learn about these people. You got to go to their country. You got to just figure out what we could do to help. And he's just like, "How the hell am I supposed to get there? I left my bad time travel ray on my other belt." Superman's like, "Don't worry, I call a traveling companion for you." Supergirl comes in. And they both go like, "Supergirl, Robin." <laughs> 
feel like what what kids would be like at that age like oh, i gotta work with her yeah i have to work with <laughs> like yeah because they're they're just like oh their partners are like they, they don't want to work together essentially they feel forced right. to it's, they're not friends right. here so i kind of i kind of like that relationship and it's going to develop they're going to learn to like each other but i don't know and damor design did a redesign for like a classic supergirl suit he had some bit more yellow to it and made her hair short like she originally appeared and it, it just looks great all this yeah. looks great we get a cut to wonder woman in her classic suit flash i guess in the same suit as he's always worn but still <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so good uh, billy batson's in this uh there's like a wizard character who sews his mouth shut kind of matrix style so he can't say shazam well not so like physical like matrix style so he can't say Shazam, so he's just chasing down Billy Batson, and then Batman and Superman try to stop him, but as this happens, uh, they get teleported somewhere? Oh yeah, they get teleported to hell, because comics. But hey, <laughs> it's still enjoyable. Supergirl and Robin have this great moment flying. I think everyone in the world is posting this panel right here. Oh, that was great. It's just... It's so good. It's, this, this week's comics is just... Superheroes carrying Dick Grayson around, but in like an enjoyable love, love to see it. <laughs> Essentially, uh, I, I just I'm so glad I'm reading. I was on the fence of reading this because it's like oh, it's flashback stories. I don't know. Yeah. About I, I didn't think I didn't think you were gonna read it after it got announced. I thought when we talked about it, you were like, eh. I was in because I'm just like this doesn't seem like it's gonna like change the DC universe or anything or move things forward. It's just. Not every not comments. every book has to change the DC universe. You know that's right. what me and Drew like about Flash right now. Nothing world breaking, <laughs> yeah. but it's good stuff. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And this is this is really good right now. It's it's classic DC. It was nice to see Billy Batson. Even then, Billy Batson, I think, is 15 right now. He looks 10 here. It's nice to yeah, see like he looks very young. like classic. This is. I want to see more heroes. I want to see them see yeah other superheroes with Damora's art destroying them in their classic superhero outfits. I want to see Aquaman. I want to see, like, well, that's the main one I want to see. <laughs> Green Lantern. Green Lantern's going to be in it, I think, in the Issue 3, next I think. Yeah. Yeah, Issue 3, Hal Jordan's in it. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, and it's like silver, like, well, this silver book, classic Hal. Th- this book kind of feels like it was, like, like made to be read in trade. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels mm-hmm. like you want to read, like, so much of it at once. But, like... Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad I'm reading this like as it comes out. Like Me too. You know, Mark Wade and Dan Mora is not a team you want to miss. I wouldn't mind Definitely. getting the trade eventually though. Like I, I could see. Yeah, like that would be a nice thing for the shelf. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This might be my favorite ongoing right now. Wow, it's, it's only two good. issues. Wait, what is what is my favorite ongoing? It can't be. Oh, uh, Thor. Daredevil. Right, Thor. Thor and Daredevil. Yeah, but this is my favorite DC ongoing. I think. Yeah. So it's it's beating Nightwing maybe. We'll we'll see how the next few issues go when uh Bruno comes back, but so far so good. Yeah. That's that's the comics, I guess. And that's Ooh. pretty much the episode. Oh, Hunter. Yeah. Tell Drew to read Invincible next. I've been trying to sell him on it. I thought hey, you have read it. I'm reading uh All Star Superman right now. So Okay, alright. I've been trying to get you, I've been trying to read get you to read everything, but yeah. Bro, All Star Superman you're reading like a sitting. <laughs> yeah, that's twelve issues. I in one sitting, I'm six issues in. And I'm like, okay, one more yeah. sitting, and then you. I thought you have read, bro. No, Drew, I, I clearly don't know what you read because even then, uh, we were talking at the beginning of the podcast about Jane Foster, and just like I haven't read it. I'm like, I thought you have read Jason Aaron's <laughs> Star. Uh, no, but All Star, like, it's like kind of 
a lot of people are i've been surprised i haven't read it because it's grant morrison and it's frank quietly you love their x-men run like this this is yeah. meant for you. like that's the creative team meant for yeah. you i got a lot more to read that, that's a great television story but i think that you know when drew tackles his next ongoing it's got to be invincible, invincible. like yeah. it landed in both of our top tens of all time which top is a hard five for oh, me top five. my top ten's hard to crack yours is i guess easy to crack but apparently <laughs> it's on the list on the list. I'd like to see your top ten. I I want to post it, but every time I read a new run, I'm like, ooh, how do I debate it out? So you just said it's hard to crack. It's hard to crack, but like trying to decide that order, like the top four are decided, and then after that, like it ranges based on how I'm feeling, you know. What's your top four? Top four is Wade Flash, Dixon Nightwing, uh, Bendis Daredevil, and then Invincible. That's like a solid. Invincible's tough. Nice. Invincible's, yeah. Invincible's four. Yeah. yeah Invincible's and then, in my top you know, Wade Daredevil, John's Green Lantern, uh, Wade Fantastic Four. Like it, it all just, you know, it, it mixes in. And I'm like, I don't know what I want to put in that five spot. You know? Yeah. I have mine too. I, I have to see what order I put it in. But Invincible's definitely in the top five. Might even be number one. Uh, Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood's Moon Knight's top five. I want. I gotta read that. I, I know. Like, I've been. Reading, I gotta read that too. I was There's only twelve so issues, right? 12, uh, 14 issues. No, it's fourteen issues. Yeah. It's four, maybe, maybe sixteen. Yeah, it's it's fourteen. I yeah, it's fourteen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I have it on my desk and when I'm working on at school and I, I keep so I see it all the time. I'm just like I think this might be one of my favorite comics ever made ever. You got you got the trade of that? Yeah, it just released. Oh, I didn't know that. The trade just oh, came shit. out, so I, I pre-ordered it. Uh, it came out when the show, when episode one of the show dropped, I believe. So, it's, isn't it out of print already? I saw something like I went, I went to try to order it, and it was like eighty dollars. It literally oh just God. released. Marvel lets everything go. I don't know what, what I was looking at. It was like a, maybe it was a reprint that just came out, but yeah, this was, this wouldn't be out of print. Yeah, it just came out. Was but, it is it all in, all in one trade? Yeah. Or? Complete collection. Oh yeah, I was looking at a, a volume two or something. Okay, like yeah, that, that makes sense. No, this is a complete collection, and wow, even Jason Aaron's Doctor Strange might even be top ten. Oh, I got to read that too. Everyone's that was great. So good. Everyone's talking so high about it. I got to read it. Jer- Jeremy, comic Jeremy, he just read it too. Yeah, I was, I was talking about, about that. He hadn't read the Oath before that. I was like, bro, read the Oath next. Well, what's he doing? <laughs> I know. I was like, that's great. You should, JD. I think you should do Doctor Strange next, since you read. I, I want to do like on the. After I finish Jeff Flash, um, I have the uh, Doctor Strange by Jason Aaron and then the Jeff Lemire uh, movie. Oh, those are the two on your list? My next two. Oh, perfect. You're reading two 10 out of 10 rounds. There you go. Like, God, they're so good. I I might make a post on my top 10 updated. Because it's changed. Ultimate Spider-Man. Updated as of of now. It'll change next month. Yeah, exactly. Because Ultimate Spider-Man I read briefly in high school. Oh, I got to read Ultimate Spider-Man too. Yeah. Yeah. When I did my top 10 like two years ago, I'm just like, yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man is probably number 10. But now it's like, it's probably number like three or something like that. It's it's crazy when I got Marvel Unlimited, I was like, oh, I'm only going to do the free trial. And then then when I got it, I'm like, all right, I'm only going to do like a month. And then I got the year. And then I'm like, I'm only going to do the one year. I'm at the one year next month. And I'm like, I'm... I'm like, I gotta get it. You can't, you gotta read Ultimate (laughs) Spider Man. You gotta read Miles. You gotta read Doctor Strange. It's gotta be another year. I'm reading Doctor Strange by Mark Wade right now. It's awesome. It's, it's, I gotta read that too. I gotta read, I gotta read a lot of Strange. (laughs) Yeah. You, you too, Drew. You have Marvel Limited. Yeah. You're trying to get me to get Marvel Limited for like two years and then I got it. Yeah. Drew, Drew was trying to sell us on it for so long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now I have it. So 
go read some Marvel comics. And if you're listening to this podcast at this point, read everything we're saying. <laughs> yeah, good good comics all around. Read Invincible. We're, we're, read, read it all. We're trying saying, to get Drew to read. Like, I have so many recommendations for Drew at all times. Yeah, Drew, well, but, calm down for the Drew thing. Invincible is your priority number one when you're done. <laughs> like, seriously. There you go. It, it's there so you go. Good. Yeah. I got to read that soon. Uh, I'll read Animal Man. Have you guys ever read Animal Man? I, I have the trade of it, but I, oh, I yeah, got to yeah, check yeah. it out. Yeah. No, I haven't read That's it. I've heard so many great things about it. Grant Morrison, Animal Man, but I haven't I haven't read it. He's like a character that doesn't really have that many issues. So I'm kind of <laughs> like, oh, it'd be kind of nice to like. You're trying to be like the hunter. Like, I will read every issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that'd be a good character to kind of just, you know, there's not that much. Be able to read everything. If there's not that much, it's pretty easy. Moon Knight, I think, has like 210 issues. No, 215 issues total, I think, right now. I might be wrong on that. But it's like just after 200, and I've read about 130, so I'm like, oh man, I could really commit and <laughs> read every Moon Knight comic ever. But I don't really want to go to his first appearance stuff. So <laughs> the 80s, yeah. the 80s and 90s stuff. Yeah, like I'm, I think I'm good. It's <laughs> funny. I read, I read this perfect art. The thing about one more thing before we end this the thing about Lemire's run is it feels like a start and an end to Moon Knight. That even the there's like a there's a run after that by. Uh, Ben Dix, I think his name is. It's not Bendis. It's someone else. With... Bemis? Yeah, Bemis. Oops, my bad. Be- Bendix is a DC <laughs> villain. My bad. <laughs> I was about to say, isn't that the guy in like the Son of Cal? Yeah, Son of Cal. My, my bad. Yeah, uh, Bemis run. Uh, his run just, although it's a good Moon Knight run, it just feels weird because it's like, Jeff Lemire finished Moon Knight. Like, it feels like a, st- a one story. It's one arc that when it ends, it's like, Moon Knight's done. Like, I don't need anything else. That's his arc. That's wow. his story. Wow. So wow. when it continues, it's like, okay, this feels weird. <laughs> right. That, that's how good it is. And I'm sure a lot of people might agree with that, that have read it. So. Right. Yeah. And that, that's the show. That's the show. Ooh. So uh, thanks for listening. If you can give us a subscribe, like, comment, whatever you want to do on YouTube. I, listen, I'm not your boss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you can give us a follow on social media, History of the Flash, Comic Book Hunter, and Drew Comic. And uh, yeah. Um, what, what, how do I end the show again? Uh, for this. Hero Story, I'm JD. I'm Hunter, and thanks for being a hero. And remember, every second is a gift. Goodbye. Ooh, I'm missing, <laughs> I'm missing the, the stop.